nerd is the new sexy. Since the dawn of time, nerds have been clamoring for more content through their favorite movies. But sometimes, just sometimes, the main character says, fuck off. Oh. This is Nerd is the New Sexy Part B of episode 53. This is Gambit, and with me is... Of course it's Wildfire 1. Of course it's Wildfire 1. Of course, we love you. Uh, but this is, this is, fuck off! This is still, uh, this is still Karate Kid. We're going to keep talking about it. This time, it's not with Daniel's son. No more uh, Daniel's bit. son. Bye-bye, Well, Daniel's a little son. bit. A little bit. We'll briefly cover this. I've never watched it. I found out that tonight that there was an animated series of the Karate Kid that stars Daniel's son. Yeah, I think and it was short-lived. Uh, could, you, could you tell us the, the year it came out and the year it stopped? Yeah, yeah. When I looked it up, it said it only had a few episodes, but... Yeah, I know it wasn't long. I mean, it was kind of one of those flop franchise that they tried to continue through. Like, you know, I think Fox picked it up, and I could be wrong, though. I mean, let me know if I'm wrong. I'm... Yeah, so it was The Credit Kid. It was actually right after the last movie. It, was, it, it started... The animated series started in 1989 and had seven episodes. Uh, see, yeah, it just did not. It just didn't live. It, it did not live. You can find uh, the first two episodes on YouTube, believe it or not. I don't. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. So if you got a little nostalgia, you like the shows, go to YouTube, look it up. It's. Uh, I, I'm never gonna watch them. I hate to say that. I just remember seeing. I, them on, on the, I, I might. I might. I might watch the first one just to see how garbage it was. But yeah. So so without the animated series, we get into the new movie, which is the, uh, the, the, the next Karate Kid, which was the female. Yeah. The next. Yeah. The next Karate Kid. Which is the chick, the, the the girl. And this this is kind of controversial because, you know, in the 80s, they wouldn't have thought of a girl being the karate kid. You know, God, this, no. This was what? This movie came out in, what, 95, 97, maybe a little later than yeah. that? Next Karate Kid came out in 1994. So it was 1994, and it blew everyone's mind because it was a female. There was a vagina fighting the karate moves. Yeah. And what and I think uh I think Pat what's his name was still in it. Um Yes, Mr. Miyagi was still in it. And this one the point of this one, the basic overcast of this one is Mr. Miyagi goes to Boston uh to attend a military reunion. Uh there he visits an old friend uh named Louise, uh the widow of a former comrade and meets her granddaughter Julie, played by Hillary Swank. Yeah, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. I, the, the next karate kid. She's swanky. I'll, I'll take some. I'll take me some Hillary Swank. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but her her parents were recently killed in a car accident, and she's still reeling from the emotional loss. So there's your sad sad moment in there. But she surprises Mr. Miyagi with her knowledge of karate. He takes her to a Buddhist monastery for training. So there you go. It's so, pretty much episode. It's pretty much like the first and second movie together. Yeah, kind of. Like, here you got this angry young girl this time, uh, not being able to deal with her emotions, uh, but loves karate. And unlike Daniel's son, actually has a knowledge. And unlike fucking Ralph Macho, this girl actually, when you watch the movie, it looks like she was actually training in some martial arts. Yeah, it looks, well, you know? you know, at that point, they were actually, like, they were spending that extra money so people could know what they're doing, you know, not, look, you know, throw a punch and, you know, completely be off. Yeah, exactly. Which wasn't a terrible movie. I mean, it's it's definitely campy. It's definitely not the best Karate Kid movie, but it's definitely better than number three. <laughs> I thought three was good, but we had more realistic feels to it than like you know. Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe well, yeah, I take that back. Karate Kid in my order probably goes Karate Kid, then three, then two, then then then. Oh no, Karate Kid. Then Karate Kid number three, then the next Karate Kid, and then probably Karate Kid two. Like yeah. Karate Kid two was probably the worst. So yeah, you know what? The, the uh, yeah, out of the three of them, Karate Kid it was still entertaining, but it wasn't like you know magical. It wasn't great. 
But uh, you know, then you get the the next was the next Karate Kid. I think that's what this one was called. And, yeah. And uh, it, it's different. It goes about it. It kind of it's like a different outlook on the same thing. You know, he teaches yeah. he teaches her some more some more moves, and it's he does kind of the same thing he did with Daniel and. You know, it, it, I but think this he, one, I mean, well, this one that she takes her to a Buddhist monk, uh, yeah. like I said, a monastery, and so there's a bit more of the religion aspect to it, and like, and different move sets. Like her training was like, she had to jump from one rock from Japan to Okinawa. Like that's like yeah. the, the metaphor. But she had to jump, and while she jumped from one rock to the other, she had to do like a jumping sidekick or some shit like that. So there was actual training. It wasn't like you know, paint my fence and shit. Yeah, yeah, and then and, well, she lives in the Buddhist monastery, so she had to like. You know, keep quiet and like she taught the boot the Buddhists like there was a scene of them dancing. I don't remember a whole lot about it because like I said, it wasn't the greatest one ever. It actually kind of when I was reading about it, it kind of blew my mind that it was Hillary Swank. Now I kind of I kind of want to go back and rewatch it to be like, well, holy shit, young Hillary Swank doing karate. Gamby, you got to remember this. We were both of us were at a different age at this point. Like it wasn't it wasn't like oh my god, the karate kid. You know, it's when I was young, you you kind of looked up to him. You know, you yeah. looked up to Daniel. And now at this point, it was like ninety four. Uh, we were, I at least I was at a point in my life where I was, you know, the I was going through the teenage angst. I didn't want to fucking see that shit on television. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was ten years old. And I really could give a shit less. Um, I don't even remember the the real like. I remember her having to get into like an actual street fight on a pier. Yeah, like, that was a big thing. Uh, well, but I, I don't didn't even remember see the movie. I I heard it coming out, but I never saw it. I didn't see it till years later. Yeah, like I, I like I said, I didn't watch. I haven't watched it in many many years. Yeah, like, like, so I remember, like, key elements of it. I remember, like, at one point, like, she killed a spider and the monks got all offended. So, like, later on, she saves a grasshopper and shit. Yeah. And she learned, so she learned, like, the Buddhist philosophy. There's more, there was definitely more religious aspects to this one than, than other ones, than previous ones. And there was, and I, I remember, like, there was a love interest between her and some guy. And the guy was in a bit of trouble with some other dudes or, like, a karate association. And they were yeah. picking on her. And then they had that epic fight scene. And something about birds, too, like... Like she like did pigeons on the top of a roof at her school or some okay, shit. I remember, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Like it wasn't the most impressive movie, and it wasn't worth like writing home about. Like, which is a great expression, dear mom and dad. Today I watched the Karate Kid or the next Karate Kid. It was shit. Like it wasn't as good as the originals, you know. But then again, like I said, that we don't have that nostalgia for it because we're at a different mindset at that time. Yeah, definitely. For I sure. mean, what other movies came out in ninety? What ninety four? You said. Yeah, 1994. What other movies came out? I mean, what was it? What was it going up against too? You know. Holy shit! What? So it it went up against Pulp Fiction. Fuck. Forrest Gump. Fuck. Stargate. Ah, uh, I can care less about Stargate. No, hold on. This this gets worse. The Crow. Oh God, that was like the that was like the 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 poster child of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, it gets, you know, it keeps, it get, it, it's getting worse. Uh, the Lion King. Oh, Ace Ventura. Wow. Hold on, it, there's more. True Lies. Wow. The Shawshank Redemption. Jesus. The Flintstones. Man. Nah. Interview with the Vampire. Oh God, that would have killed it. The Santa Claus. Okay. Uh, Natural Born Killers. Good, decent movie. Uh, D two, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The Mask, Maverick. Good movie. Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, not so much. Clerks. Clerks, of course. Little Giants. Star Trek Generations. 
Okay. Naked Gun, 33 in the third. This was a good year for nerds. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, wow. Uh, and there's a bunch more, but nothing too noteworthy. That, but, that should tell you, like, this is why this movie fell short. It did. And it, so if you're not comparing against, like, adult movies, like Pulp Fiction, stuff like that, here's, like, the kid movies. You had, like, obviously the Karate Kid, right, the next Karate Kid. Yeah. But it was going against these kid movies. It was going against... The Lion King, The Flintstones, The Santa Claus, though, which was a huge kid movie. Uh, and then Mighty Ducks, which was another huge kid movie. Wow. So it went up against – and Angels in the Outfield, too, came out that year. I barely remember it. It, it wasn't the best in the Karate Kid genre. Well, I and I hearing came, about it, and I just, and, like, I just said, nah, nah. And unfairly, it came out against some really hardcore fucking movies, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's not much to really be said about it other than that. I will say this. It's definitely worth going back and rewatching, like, for sure. Um, but Just to see what happened to Mr. Miyagi, for sure. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And there's a little bit more to it. And, like, there's a, some subtle nuances that I remember from the movie. Like, when he was, like, when he barges in on her in the bathroom and she was like, oh, my God, she's covering up her tits. Yeah. You know, and he's her like, wow. Her boobies. Yeah, she's like, wow, girls are a lot different than guys. You know, it's yeah. like like training boys is a lot harder. So it's like you kind of get this feel that this is like the first time that like Mr. Miyagi's ever trained a female. I you just, know, I just like from my mind, I see him just smashing into the room, going like the Kool Aid Man, going, "Oh yeah," you know. And it's all of a sudden she's like, "No, get out!" And it's a fucking awkward moment. Yeah, extremely awkward moment. Well, well, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about, you know, in, in part part A was the music. Yeah, music to the Karate Kid. I mean, I think they even might have used it in the, the the next Karate Kid. You know, that very Asian esque theme music was beautiful. Oh yeah, very much so. And then you got like the one that we mimicked. You're the best. Yeah. Like yeah. And and this music didn't have that. This one didn't have a very good soundtrack. It didn't have a. It was kind of almost like a B-Ray movie. Yeah. You know. Well, like, it had some of the, the first movies had some of like the best music from the '80s in soundtracks. They were almost made for that movie, right? Yeah, exactly, and it might as well it might as well have been called the next Karate Kid and search for more money. Yeah, which is pretty much right. They're like, oh, you know what? Let's do this. There's not really much we can tell you about that one. I mean, other than other than a few of the scenes that kind of stuck out, it just wasn't that memorable. No, it really wasn't. It really was not at all. You know, with that being said, sixteen years later, was it sixteen years? Sixteen years. In night in 2010, then the Karate Kid movie came out. Wow! Oh, the, yeah, the what the Karate Kid, which was yeah, the Karate Kid. Jaden Smith a, playing. Oh God! Jaden oh, Smith played movie. the kid, and it started uh, out how? I mean, uh, I didn't really see that till uh, a little later either. Uh, as well. This movie. First of all, let me just say this: Fuck Jaden Smith. Fuck everything about Jaden Smith. Yes. I, like I don't get how you can be. The son of the great Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, and come out to be such a douchebag. Ah, uh, you know what? It's the year of Justin Bieber. Like, I, fuck that kid. Like, seriously, I, like that that kid just needs. Uh, uh, I'm just so mad. I got. I agree. Uh, I, I we're not gonna get into what he did. If you guys follow the bullshit that this kid went through, like, I, I if I was Will Smith. I'd have, oh my God, I'd have been like, you're not my son. You know, like like in the movie, like in the, uh, the, in the, uh, in the second two. one. Yeah. You're not my son. My son is dead to me, you know? But, yeah. you know, Will Smith is so laid back and cool. He's just like, fucking do what you're going to do, Jaden, you know? Oh, yeah. in rant, in rant before. Yeah. Mm. So, anyways. It gets, it gets so much, it gets so deep. It gets so deep, Gambit. So, this one's a little different. So, this one, the kid is way younger. He's like 10, he's just, 11, 12 years old. Like, is this he's his a, first movie? 
Yeah, I think this was Jaden Smith's first movie. It was but, not. It was close to his first movie. His first but, big movie. They definitely cast a young kid. Like, he was definitely... And he was supposed to be. And again, in very typical fashion, uh, single mother. And instead of going Japanese, which was what uh, Mr. Miyagi was, they went Chinese. Again, just like Karate Kid, you have a single mother who's got a new job. uh, This time in China. So they're moving from America to China. And they fly out to China. Jaden Smith's character's name is Dre Parker. His mom is... Sherry Parker, and they talk about that. She's working for a Japanese company, but they kind of move her into the ghetto. It's not the worst ghetto of China, but it's China's not the best country in the world. And and this time, the old wise karate master is not Mr. Miyagi. Uh, it's Mr. Han, played by Jackie Chan, which, love me some Jackie Chan. Beautiful, beautiful choice. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, love me some Jackie Chan. Could talk nothing but good things about uh, Jackie Chan. And if I think Literally. the guy who played Mr. Miyagi was alive at that point, because he passed away, R.I.P. Pet, whatever his name was. You know, he was a lot of love for that. And the funny thing is, he never, he really didn't have that accent. That was, of course, an act. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Miyagi accent. But anyway, if if anyone, if anyone, that guy wanted to play, uh, you know, his successor, which of course it wasn't Mr. Miyagi, it was Mr. Han. It would have been Jackie Chan. Yeah, and here you finally got, like, really, like, as, as great as Mr. Miyagi was and, and, and Pat as an actor, you know, here you got a, a real, like, martial artist in Jackie Chan, yeah. you know? Um, but again, it's stereotypical fashion. You got this new guy the, in this new country, and he falls in love with this girl. He gets a, well, he doesn't fall in love because he's a, he literally is a preteen. Like, he's probably 12 years old at best in the movie. And but he he gets puppy love for this 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 little this little Chinese girl who happens to like this other but and then of course very typical karate kid fashion mm-hmm. love triangle yeah. and the other boy that likes her is a fucking kung fu fucking specialist who comes from a very Cobra Kai dojo so he starts beating his ass and picking on him and bullying him and he tells his mom which is really funny he tells him he wants to learn martial arts and there's that great moment where it's kind of like a nod to the movie where it was like okay we acknowledge that this is a remake. Yeah. Or a reimagining, not a remake. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was like he never said the first ones didn't happen. Yeah, because he says he's like he's like I want to learn self defense, and she's like you want to learn karate. And he's like it's kung fu, mom. So like they they go out they go out of their way to make it like okay we're in China this is this is not Daniel Sun this is Dre Parker this is this is this China is another story this isn't a this yeah isn't a telling of it this is another story this is yeah, but it's you know when you modern watch, version when you watch the movie there's a lot of great nods to the Karate Kid you know. Yeah. Like, obviously, the love interest, the moving, the angst of the kid, him getting bullied around. You can say and that then, it was it, – the reimagining of this, and again, I say reimagining. I, you can say that it was done right because other movies have tried to do it and failed miserably. You yeah, it's like actually in, – in a reimagining sense, it was a, a success, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, when you look at it like that, it definitely was a success in that. I'm not saying the movie was a success. The movie was actually a fucking floppy cock. Well, but, yeah, it was definitely a, a floppy nerd cock, yeah. Yeah, but but as far as reimagining goes, it's really well because they like I said, they basically said this is a new movie, new plot, new storyline, but we're gonna nod and tip our hat to the original. Which, you know, you gotta respect that in this sense. Yeah, you really do. And now Mr. Han is again another you know tip of the hat nod to the original Karate Kid. He's a handyman who works in their building that they live in. And he's building a car in his like front room for some reason. Like they just don't really. No, yeah, it's in his front fucking room. And you know, and then Dre and him get a little bond, and he decides to um, 
teaches him martial arts and in very karate kid fashion uh teaches him to put on his jacket and take off his jacket like that's his thing yeah jacket on jacket off jacket on jacket off jacket on jacket off and hang up his jacket you know yeah and 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 then he also has like that pole training where he like ties him to a pole and then and then mr han holds the sides and he like moves him like a puppeteer you know yeah which is cool which is really was, i thought that was badass let's be honest yeah yeah no that was very badass very very cool which he's literally we're, teaching him the moves by moving him like a fucking puppet and yeah yeah and, well, no, and also kind of teaching him like the philosophy of wang chung which is you know be fluid in your movements yeah you know circular be fluid relax your body so much so to relax your body that you can mimic what i'm doing by putting you tying you to two poles basically mm-hmm uh, so great, like and 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 uh, credit of to, puppets is pulling your strings. Yeah, and and credit to you know credit to Jaden Smith. He actually learned martial arts. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, we talk. I talked a lot of shit about Jaden Smith, but young Jaden Smith, he, he could act. Yeah, he, no, he can. He could act, and you could tell like he had some of his father's chops in there. You know, because Will Smith is a damn good actor. Oh, my God. One of my favorite actors. But he's a damn good actor. Yeah, one of my favorite actors of all time, actually, I would mm-hmm. say. Like, I love him. And then again, there's mystery of, of you know, the, the the mystery of Mr. Han and all this other stuff, which we later on develop. Yeah, and, we'll get to and, that. Yeah, oh, my God. So, again, he's teaching him martial arts, and he's still getting bullied. And, again, here's one of the best nods to the movie is Mr. Han and Dre go into the, the karate dojo and say, hey, leave the kid alone. And they have, like, that whole that, – they literally almost do a shot for shot remake where he's like, hey, leave the boy alone. No, fuck that. Well, I'll tell you what, have him fight him at the tournament. Nobody touches the kid until the tournament. Like, literally – Yeah, it's it, – in this, this aspect, it's almost like the first three movies. Yeah, put together. So then you get the training montage of, you know, him – and I love this one because it's way more physical. Like, it shows the physical side of martial arts. He's having him run, jump, you know, work yeah, out, not just lift fucking weights. do chores and shit. And to be honest, I mean, not to like, sound weird or anything, but Jaden Smith, at the age that he was, he had a pretty ripped body, you oh, know, he for was, a kid. He was ripped, dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was actually, he was well-toned. Yeah, it was well, not only that, but he was well flexible. Like he learned to do the splits for that movie, like the full splits, you yeah. know, like like the nut killers over, and shit. The yeah. nut killer splits, like he was doing them across pillars, like a lot of good stuff. Where you can, you, you when you're watching this Karate Kid, and I, th- I feel like, I feel like if they would have put this aspect of it in the original Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid would have just a little bit more realistic. And that is the actual training and the development, and actually seeing the actor, like, oh my god, you're actually learning martial arts, like you are starting to learn this shit. Yeah, but remember, you, know? you said it yourself in the fir- in part A, they only put so much money in the first movie. Like, what did you say, yeah. $9 million? Like that, $8 million, yeah, $8, $8 million. Million, the, the training costs money, dude. All that stuff costs money, so it's better just to... And, if, of course, it's some guy who just wants to learn martial arts, you know, so it's better to not know martial arts and then kind of, kind of you know, train him and he can go along from there, and it's cheaper. You got to remember, back in the 80s, they didn't go that deep into shit unless it was like a multi-million dollar movie. Like, Give you kind of difference on this one. The production budget of this movie <clears throat> was $40 million. That Yeah, that should tell you, man. How you much know. did the first one make? You, did you say you said it was like it made? Yeah, the they first spent one made mil and they they, and they made ninety. They made ninety million. How, so how much did this one make? This one made a hundred and seventy-six million. So they they broke they broke over even. But you know? when you look at but when you look at like statistics wise, eight million making ninety million. That's almost eleven times its money. Mm-hmm. This one forty million making a hundred and eight a hundred and seventy-six million. That's mm-hmm. almost that's only like. 
five times its money. Yeah, but you know what? I guarantee you, the reason they got more money was the fact that they used the Karate Kid franchise. A lot of people came back because they wanted that nostalgia. Right, and if they would have called it the Kung Fu Kid, it probably wouldn't have done as well. No, no. In fact, probably people would have been like, fuck this movie. It's a wannabe Karate Kid. You're making fun of my childhood. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's, that's what this was. So the marketing team was very smart on how they did this. So anyway, so so you have Mr. Han, you have Drew. They're doing their training montage. You got the love interest between Dre and his little, his little, you know, his little Chinese little girl. Then you come to find out that just like Mr. Miyagi, uh, and this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, is that Mr. Han's wife and kid were killed in a car crash mm. that he was driving. Wasn't Mr. Han, like, didn't he like to drink? Was he kind of an oh, alcoholic? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was kind and, of an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, the, the best thing in the whole movie comes from the anniversary of his wife and his son's death. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Every 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 year, throughout the year, he rebuilds the car. Yeah. And then on the anniversary of his death, he destroys the car. Which, isn't that the car they drove? or one? It, like it's, it? Yeah, it's the car that he drove. But the best part about that scene was he is just – Jackie Chan is just crying. He's destroying the car. He's drunk. He visibly looks drunk. He's crying. He's emoting. He's Which, just – Shout out to Jackie Chan. Just one of his best acting scenes I've ever seen Jackie Chan do. And it's too bad it was in this movie. I mean he – the guy yeah. – the guy has got chops as far as he's acting. You know, the guy can he can make you believe he was an Eskimo. You know, he's, yeah, he's a very good actor when he when he applies himself. Well, and, you know, in him, and you know, I think he harkens back to a little bit of his like, you know, he plays a good drunk because you know his first couple of big movies oh, were yeah. Drunken Master, Drunken, the Drunken Master, Master. Yes. yeah, and you know, so he plays a good drunk very well. So he's but in this scene, he's drunk, he's broken. Here you see this broken, crying, just fucked up guy and there's this really great scene where oh where they bond and shit dre ties the 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 ropes around mr han's hands and picks him up and like leads him out into the courtyard and then he starts doing martial arts with him yeah and then midway through it like mr han kind of realizes what's happening and then he starts doing martial arts and there's this great bonding scene it almost grabs you by your feels and just drags you with them yeah it, it literally it literally is like the best scene in that whole movie, and, and just really almost kind of get teary-eyed. Yeah, you almost you you really are just like this scene. That I tell you, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna flat out say it. It's not the best movie. However, it is completely worth the watch of that movie. Just for that. Just scene. for that scene. Yep, I agree. That scene alone makes the movie. It's like that. I mean, oh, just in the kind of like the montage watching them go along it's kind of cool but it's it's that that emotional scene alone right there that makes the fucking movie watchable like because you see that and you're just like shit and you're along for the ride now if the rest of the movie was like that like it had oh that much God. emotion in it it oh would have been God. a fucking masterpiece oh it would have been it would have been like it would have been better than the first three movies yeah oh god yeah this yeah oh god yeah that, that scene like Jackie Chan, you just feel it. He just, he just, like I said, grabs you by the feels and it drags you out with them. And you know, and at this point, Mr. Han is super drunk, and you know, and you can see like Jaden Smith's character cares for him, and this is just good acting on all sides. And he he takes care of him, and he's he does, you know, he that they do that that uh, karate scene or kung fu scene, and it's just it you you're just out there, you're like I wish I could make this guy feel better. You were you wish you were there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. That is. It is just one of the hands down one of the best scenes that you could ever watch 
it, it just it, it it blew my mind. It was it was a very emotional scene, very good scene, very the bonding. The whole scene. movie was like that. I feel movie. like I feel like that scene between that bonding scene was way better than any. Well, Mr. Miyagi, the first Karate Kid, got drunk, and that's when Daniel Sun found. And again, they mirror that, right? They mirror yeah, that. They, they did their own version of mirroring. Yeah, yeah. And and in the first movie, we didn't talk about it in the last podcast. In the first movie, when Miyagi Sun is drunk, he talks about like, "Hi, Miyagi here to kill Nazis." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's laughing and, he's, and shit. Yeah, and he's and he's laughing, and then all of a sudden he's like, "We regret to inform you that wife and son." die and it's just like and again shout out to pat you know in that scene again very good scene but when you mirror those two scenes you know daniel's son uh realizing the loss that mr miyagi went through and drew realizing the loss that mr han went through mr han and drew scene wins yeah because there's just much more emotion well, then, then not only that, but like with with Mr. Miyagi scene, Mr. Miyagi's so drunk that he passes out, and Danielson kind of tucks him into bed. Which and is then, cute. Which is cute. <clears throat> and he grabs a piece of he grabs the newspaper article and he reads it himself. Yeah. Whereas the Han scene, he's when he's smashing the car, he's talking about it like I was the one driving. We fell off a cliff. My kids died. There was and anger when he was there, beating the shit out of the car. Yeah, there was anger. There was sadness. And then instead of passing out, there was that moment where he's like, where Drew's like, "Don't worry, I'll pick you up and I'll lead you and like I, I will help you in, through this." And you're just like, "Oh my god!" It's that right so... there, you know what it was? It was a father son bonding moment. Almost. Yeah, like, it you really see it, was. You see it in the first three movies with with uh, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel. Well, you've seen it this much more in this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh God, yes. So whatever. And of course, like whatever happened to Dre's son or Dre's father? Sorry. Uh, again, just like Daniel's son, you don't know. Well, I thought I thought they mentioned like you ran out on him or something like that. Yeah, it's probably something like that, you know. But it was a brief explanation, I believe. Yeah, like she's talking, like the mom's talking to Mr. Han about it or whatever. Yeah, because she even thanks you know. him at one point, right? Yep. They and go, one of the cool things goes to dinner that, and shit. Yeah. One of the cool things that I like um, when Mr. Han is trying to teach him how to like be a master of your craft. He doesn't teach him about martial arts. He makes him go play ping pong. And for those of you who don't know Chinese culture, ping pong is like, that's their shit. And these it's also dudes, Forrest Gump's shit. It's kind of like what I tell people all the time. Like, if you live in New York, there's those there's those old guys who play chess in the park in New York, you know? Yeah. And that's like a that's like a thing. Like that's a that's a that's cultural icon thing. Well, in, in China you have the same thing, but there's old guys instead of instead of the old guys like shuffling to set up their chessboards in China, it's the old dude shuffling with a ping pong paddle and a ball, just like who wants to play? And then yeah. you play, and it's just like holy fuck, these guys are insane. Yeah, they're yeah. It's it's almost like speed ping pong, almost. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But then he takes him off to like a, like a monastery to do some intense training. Mm-hmm. This is where the movie kind of loses me. Like he like Dre watches a snake, you know. Oh yeah, when he does that like movement with it and shit. Yeah, and then and then the girl and then like the monk comes up behind him and is like, you know, you're actually following the snake's movement. It's not following yours. Yeah, it's almost like it's you're you're under the snake's control, dumbass. Yeah, you're under the snake's control, and then he like, and it's like it's like that moment of like, it's like that teaching moment of like, okay, be the snake, you yeah. know, and that's great for fighting. Like, don't fight somebody else's fight, make them fight your fight, you know. Be that's be a bee, Barry. Be a bee, Barry. Which, by you the know? way, I watched that movie. They never once said be a bee. They say be a bee all the time. No, to Barry. They said think like a bee. I'm pretty sure they said be a bee, Barry. No, I just watched it like fucking two days ago because it was on hmm. Netflix. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. 
Because I told you, because you, you were giving me shit about not watching it. They said, think like a bee. That was the whole fucking thing. Which, by the way, fuck Seinfeld. That movie wasn't fun. No, it wasn't the greatest movie. The, the, the bee movie is what we're talking about. Guys. Yeah, the bee movie. But yeah, so like he goes to that snake training, and then he's like, he's learning all these like jump flips and like all this kung fu shit, and it's all fucking really cool and awesome. And just like the movie, up comes the tournament, you know? Well, tournament comes through. How did through. they talk him into doing the tournament? I forget. Or did he just want to do the tournament? Well, again, it was, it, it was one of those mirrorings of the original Karate Kid. It was, they were picking on him. They were kicking his ass in the street. Oh, that's right. And they right. went to the gym. And just, like, and, just like, and just like the original Karate Kid, the, the instructor that they went and went meet was a complete douchebag, you know? Yeah, like, the yeah. enemy deserves no mercy. Like, he literally said that. Was it a Chinese guy or was it a white guy? No, it was a Chinese dude. Okay. It was a complete Chinese cast except for Jaden uh, Smith and his mom. And his mom. This what movie was completely devoid of white people, which I actually love. I actually, you know, no, that actually part. made it. That actually made it good. You know that. Well, yeah. For me, it, it felt like they actually were in China. Yeah. So the tournament happens. He goes in. He whoops ass. He gets to the finals, and just like again, same thing. Mirroring, he gets injured in the semifinals. Mr. Han uses the Chinese like heat balls. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh no, he does. The, he does the actually he does. He does the clap hands. Oh, does he? Uh, so first he lights the candle. Or the, the cotton ball, puts the suction cup down. So he's, he's, he does a couple of them. I think he does like two or three. Yeah, he does like two or three, lays them down. And then he lights his hands on fire and then rubs the his hands on fire on his whole body. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's actually kind of a cool, really cool, like, healing thing. His hands are on fire and, and you can see, like, the fire hitting, like, Drew's body and stuff like that. And he heals him and he goes out to do his final scene. And I will say this. Instead of pulling off that crane kick, Jane does this super badass, like, kung fu flash backwards. He yeah. But He's, you can tell it was fucking CG, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. But he does. What he does is he spins on one leg. So he spins backwards, jumps, does a backflip flash kick, and kicks the kid in the top of the head. It's and fucking... You can, tell, you can tell it was fucking fake, though, man. You can tell it was fake, but you gotta admit, it was a more badass move than the crane I, kick. I don't know if you remember, but in high school, I could do the flash kick. Yeah, I do remember you doing that for the Wushu talent shows and stuff. Yeah, I could do the flash kick, and it was fucking awesome. I did it up until the point where I hurt my fucking shoulder. And then that was after that, I was like, fuck, never again. But yeah, I could do the flash kick, and I could do it just standing straight up. And I'd land on my knee and almost in, like, the splits. You remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, very talented move. It was, oh, dude, I was dumb for doing it, but it was <laughs> when I pulled it off, it was awesome. And I pulled it off. Every time, except for that one time when I fell on my shoulder. And I, mid-flip, dude, I could tell, like, when my head was, like, towards the ground. I could tell, I was like, fuck, I fucked up. And it's, that's when I hit my head on the ground and my shoulder cracked. And I had a fracture. It was just all bad. It was just it was all, all bad. bad. It was all bad. <laughs> it was all bad. After that, I was like, fuck that. But my point is, is it can be done. But they decided to use CG because Jaden Smith is a little bitch. Well, I mean, okay, he is a little bitch. But for all the shit that he learned for that and all the physical training he went through, I mean, he should have been able one, to do it. Yeah, I guess. It's a backflip. I was 165 pounds. If I can do it and he without training, he can do it with training. Fuck him. Fuck Jaden Smith and all his millions. He wins, but instead of ending the movie right there, Mr. Han and the other instructor get into a fight right there in the in the thing. Oh yeah, that was good. And then he wins, and he does the honk thing. He does which the is honk great. thing, yes. Yeah, he does the honk. Watching honk. Jackie Chan do that was fucking amazing. Like, and it was almost, almost just like how Pat, yeah. how Mr. Miyagi did it. it was, it was yeah. great. It was so good. It was such a, a throwback and such a 
a nod to the past. It was so good. Yes. You know, we'll give Nerd Bunners in a second, but it was better than, it was better than, you know, the next Karate Kid. It was, by far. Yes. The one scene that we talked about that made the movie, that, that really emotional scene, just made it worth watching. Like, if you're going to watch that movie, watch that. Just watch it for that scene. And try not to cry. Good luck. Good luck with good, not good crying. Luck. Like, so, Nerd Boners, we'll start with episode one. And unfortunately, uh, True isn't here with us at this point to do it. He had some stuff to do. So, episode one, give me some Nerd Boners. So, the original Karate Kid, I give that one a solid eight Nerd Boner. Yeah, I'll give it a seven and a half honestly like yeah it was it was it was entertaining it was good it was the first of its franchise and it kept me interested and you know the the, the back and forth between daniel and, and uh and miyagi was great you know but if i think if they added it added a little more it was also very short i can see it being a, i can see it giving a, a good a, a solid seven i say it's a good eight myself personally i give it, I like a, it. a seven seven half chub seven half chub not bad, yeah, so, not bad. So seven and a half so it was a good movie. It was worth watching. You know, I'd go back and watch it. Let's, let's see. Karate Kid 2. No, number two, I'd give that one a six. Maybe a, maybe a five. I'd give it a five and a half. Two was like, good. Again, it had a good soundtrack. I, 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 got, I got a chub for it, but it didn't give me a full hard on. It was, well, it was it was like foreplay. So I would say I would say maybe like a four and a half for me. Yeah. Four and a half nerd boners. It was it was good. You know, you, you just didn't get, you just didn't get to come. <laughs> and you really wanted to come. And you really wanted to. I mean. So number three. Number three, I go back up to about a good six and a half, seven. See, three for me is a straight eight. Yeah? Yeah. I liked three. I liked the fact that they brought back the old villain. I liked the fact that they fooled you into thinking this guy was his friend, but he wasn't. And then you find out, bam, it's a fucking setup. And that right there is what made the movie. For the me. reveal for Daniel was much better. The, the, yes. You're right. The story was way better. So, and you got to see, like, you got to see, you know, Daniel was a little more, like I said before, he was a little more confident in this movie. He, uh, you know, he, he not only did he win a freaking, uh, he won the belt, the championship, but he also went to Japan. Japan. He kicked the shit out, kicked the shit out of Miyamoto. <laughs> 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 you know, he kicked the shit out of that guy and won the girl there. And then, you know, probably got her knocked up and then came back to the United States. In, in my opinion, 3 was probably one of the better movies, like... It was it was a good solid end to the to that franchise. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it was you could see at the end you could see you know fucking Daniel walking into the sunset with you know the five thousand girls that he got. So okay, um, I've only seen a few of the episodes for because there was only a few anyway for the cartoon. Let's give it a quick nerd boner for that. You know. I can't give it any nerd boners because I haven't seen any of it. Ah, uh, one and a half. One and a half. One, it didn't last long. You know, it was it was like fucking a floppy fish. Ugh. It just wasn't wasn't a good show. Like, and it shows when it, and this is the thing when a cartoon comes on, guys. There's only minimal fucking funding for it until it until they see if it works or not. And this I think this goes with most shows. They give it minimal funding. Well, as a for a cartoon, it's a little harder because you got to animate everything. So certain sh- certain shades and cells aren't filled in and it's just bad animation. Sometimes they they do the Hanna-Barbera thing where they're filling the screen with a with a background with a looping background. Yeah. It's just it's just, it's just bad animation. I'm not saying they quite did that with this, but you got to remember that's that's what holds a cartoon back. But okay, we'll, we'll we'll go on to what? The next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid 3. Yeah, uh, two and a half. Yeah. It's 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 no it's just not it's just not entertaining like it wasn't I was not interested really looking back and I still agree it's a gimmick but you know a female Karate Kid could have worked 
It could have. So uh, uh, the new movie, the 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 Karate Kid. That is uh, the movie itself, solid seven, but the emotional scene was a solid nine. I, you know what? I'm gonna give it a six. I'm gonna go one below you on that one because the movie could have been better. Like I was super disappointed with the movie itself, but that emotional scene, almost ten almost it was like it was like an inch away from 10 dude that that scene alone just made me want to watch that movie exactly yeah so uh i think uh that's all that's it for the movies right that's it all right with that said and done you have anything you want to add on nope that's about it all right i want to remind you guys we have a facebook channel now guys check it out it'll be at the bottom of the podcast author comments Uh, i have quite a few of the season one and two up check it out and uh, have a listen Uh, with that said and done everyone you have a good night we'll see you next week stay sexy peace